0: What is it, Holly? Can you say welcome to this episode?
1: Oh, I'm sorry. She bumped the mic.
0: (laughs) Welcome to Parenting by Dummies, an unexpected podcast.
1: Episode 3, The Birth. Hey,
0: everybody. Welcome to another episode of Parenting by Dummies. Uh, Today, we are going to be talking about the birth. Uh, So we we started this series with um, finding out we had the baby. And then we talked about preparing for the baby, and uh, today we're going to talk about having the baby.
1: Yeah, and oh my goodness, um, there's this period in your pregnancy that's called nesting. It's when your instincts tell you that time is getting nearby, go ahead and get things ready. And I really felt this nesting period. Remember when we were, we weren't really arguing, but we're, I was like really like on coal, like, hey, let's get this changing table done. Remember? <laughs> Remember that? Yes. And that was my nesting period. Um, I really wanted to get things done, and I had a lot of anxiety because I felt like I didn't have time to get everything ready, which was fold the clothes. You know, wash the clothes, fold the clothes, put them away in the storage, have everything perfect. And, you know, this, this podcast is called Parenting by Dummies. We are not the experts. We didn't have everything ready. Honestly, there was still clothes when Holly came home, like, kind of, in sections i was still in the middle of organizing anyways nesting period this is the time when you want to get things ready to your comfort and you want to get those hospital bags ready remember what i was telling you we got to get these hospital bags ready and you're like i think it's a bit early remember your,
0: your face is totally transformed as soon as we start the episode you, you just sounded like you'd been wanting to talk about nesting for the last month.
1: <laughs> well, I told you, everything's engraved <laughs> into my memory at this point. It's like
0: Right, so, and, and so how that ties in is right. You were saying, let's get the hospital bags ready ahead of time, and she was due for May, like, 20th.
1: No, oh well, yeah, actually, May 20th. She was due for May 20th because it's
0: Shwefie's birthday.
1: And everybody kept telling me, oh, the baby will come late because the first birth, they're always late. And so I
0: was like, it's cool. We'll, we'll just make the we'll make the bags when it's time to have the baby easy we'll make the bag the night before
1: yeah it was kind <laughs> of close to the due date without like obviously you don't know when the baby's gonna come unless you're gonna get induced and that's like pre-planned but i didn't know so yeah was we we're kind of stressed now and at, at some point we went to target and i'm like oh we gotta get these travel size things we gotta get toothbrush um Shampoo, because you're going to be there a while and you're going to want to shower. Same for your significant other. You know, they're going to want to be shower, get cozy. They're going to want to stay there with you.
0: Hmm. So, yeah, when you're getting ready for birth, set up your plan, uh, get your bags packed and notify your work slash school like way ahead of time. Just tell them, hey, uh, listen, (laughs) I'm or my partner's pregnant. We're going to have this baby. Like, just letting you know now, mm-hmm. if I disappear, I'm not going to be able to ask off. Yeah. I'm just going to be gone. I'm going to disappear, and in Target's case, I'm going to disappear, and you're never going to see me again.
1: <laughs> um, so, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: By the way, if you're going to have a baby, save up your uh, <laughs> save up your vacation hours at work, too. Because when I, we were at Target, I got four weeks of, like, paternity leave, and I also had two weeks of vacation hours saved up. And so <laughs> I did the four weeks, and then I spent the two weeks afterwards, and so I got, like, six paid weeks off of work. It was amazing.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and at that point, um, the semester was over, and it was summertime for me. So it was a little bit of a peace of mind where we could focus on recovering and on bonding. hmm
0: yeah, and I had just graduated, so... Oh, that's very right. There's a lot of stuff going on, yeah. Actually,
1: I think the baby graduated four days after your... <laughs> I mean, the baby was born. The baby born.
0: graduated <laughs> four days after I'm I was sorry. born.
1: I just bumped the mic. Oh my you God, could Everybody tell... just went deaf. Yeah, You could tell how tired I am. Anyways.
0: We're doing this the night before because we forgot that February uh, is like... missing three days.
1: Yeah, anyways.
0: But yeah, Um. so preparation out of the way. Let's get to the meat and potatoes. This is what people are here for is the story, the birth. Right? Let
1: me just tell you from the beginning. You're going to
0: remember better than me. It happened well, yeah, year, so. Go ahead. Just take, just take over.
1: Um, we were asleep. We went to bed, right? What What night was that? Okay, what day was that? It was Tuesday. It was a Tuesday. It so was, Monday so we night. Went, we
0: went to bed Monday night and it was a Tuesday yeah. night.
1: And and Cole, you graduated when? Friday night?
0: Like Thursday or Friday.
1: Okay. So, oh my goodness. Well, no, I, it was
0: on the 12th. So like it was like. Like a week Y'all, before.
1: y'all, we're forgetting a really big part.
0: I graduated on Monday.
1: That Monday, Cole, because I was really tired and I wanted this baby out of my body. I wanted my body back. I wanted to feel independent again because being pregnant, um, other people had to do a lot of things for me because, of course, you can't put too much stress on your body um, for, you know, health reasons. And so that day, I remember, we were like, hey, we should go walking.
0: Yeah, we should go for a walk. Oh That's a great God. idea.
1: We... We walked a block. Well, I'm not going to say where for, you know.
0: Well, there was a bakery. There was yes, a bakery yes. by our house. Yeah. And we wanted to go check it out. So we walked all the way down to the bakery. Yeah. And then back. And it was a lot longer than we thought.
1: I was waddling. Oh, my God. By the time we were coming back home, I couldn't do it. I was, like, begging Cole to, like, carry me. But, of course, he can't carry me because I'm too heavy. Um, Man, I was so tired. <laughs> my, my actually My feet burned. So yeah, I think that's what caused Holly coming uh, two days early,
0: probably or probably a week the early. Walking.
1: Yeah, and and that happens a lot in a lot of stories. Uh, the baby comes because you you walked a lot or you, anyways. So that was Monday in the day. So we mm-hmm. go to bed that night, and around three forty something in the morning, I just wake up because I'm feeling this weird pain that I haven't felt in. 9 to 10 months. And I'm like, "Huh. This pain is familiar. This pain feels like a period. Why am I having these cramps right now?" And the cramps felt like it was in my stomach and back area, and I was like, "Hmm. You know what? This feels kind of uncomfortable." And I was like, "Hey, Cole, I cuz you know my intuition and everything is telling me it, like maybe this is it." Right? I haven't felt cramps in a long time. It was almost a year. Mm. And that's when I, I nudged you And I was like hey No no I did nudge you A little bit after I started timing these contractions These, these pains Cause contract You know Oh, I'm getting like flashbacks <sighs> Anyways I nudged am like hey it's time And he's like y- You're still waking up You're like all like what? What's that like morning Like uh You know when that's you I was just like groggy like, like, Ugh. Cause it was like 3 like, in the you morning So rudely you, you woke me up You're like okay 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 And then yeah. <laughs> And then, um,
0: I think we had the, the plan set up too that your mom would drive.
1: I think the bags were in the cars already, too. Well, oh. Cole has left room to get the baby. So, yeah, and Cole's in the process of waking up, and I'm in the process of feeling these pains. And I'm like, this is so uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable pains. And I called my mom, and I said, Mom, it's time. Because, um, we didn't want to figure out the parking situation. We, rather just my mom dropped us off and my mom came straight to our apartment it's a fifteen minute drive and um she waited outside and you threw all our stuff into the truck. I, I hopped into the passenger seat with my pillow. <laughs> I brought my pillow with me from bed. I literally was just, I just put on a little cardigan. I was literally in my pajamas. Look at that. Mm,
0: and I, I got my uh, <laughs> and I got my Snapchat spectacles back out for the first time in a while and I was using the specs to document everything cuz we needed my hands.
1: Yeah. Oh man. So, uh, my mom drops us off at the emergency section of the hospital and we walk up to the, to the front desk and they're like, you know, what's your emergency? And I'm like, I think I am going into labor. And that's when, uh, they asked for my ID. They asked for ID and insurance, I believe. No, this is is pretty
0: much when they took you away from Yeah.
1: They pre-registered. I pre-registered to this hospital, uh, So I wouldn't have to pull out my, my, all my cards. Um, I think we just gave them my ID. Anyways, yep, they put me on a wheelchair. This, uh, doctor, nurse dude, um, hospital dude, took me down the hallway, up the elevator, and then rolled me straight into the OR. And what that is, is the, uh, OB emergency room. And I believe I was the first one there. And they made me uh, dress into hospital clothes. And that's when the pains really started to get a lot stronger. Mm -hmm. And it, it was just gradually increasing from there.
0: So then from my point of view, we get to the hospital, they roll her away, and I get sent into the waiting room. I think this is where the experience of giving birth is a lot different from what I expected. And I know that a portion of that is just the way that it's, like, portrayed in, like, movies and shows, but also COVID changed up a lot of stuff. And so I was expecting when the time came and it was time to have our baby that we would, you know, have a bunch of people in the waiting room like it was when my little brother was born, like it was when I was born. All of the family, a bunch of the friends were going to show up. They were all going to be waiting. We were going to come out after we had the baby and be like, oh, it's a boy, it's a girl, and everybody would cheer. And it was not like that at all. The waiting room was completely empty there wasn't even any staff in the hospital hello Uh,
1: you did have a little buddy there in the waiting room (laughs) yeah the monkey no
0: the fly oh yeah the little fly (laughs) that i caught with my bare hands so they i was in the waiting room and because of covid i wasn't even allowed to be in the room with her for a little bit i think they were like only one person could stay the night so we had to take turns me and her mom We couldn't have any friends come to visit. You're getting a little hesitant. Nobody could come see. Well, but it all ties in. It's like there was like, it was so restrictive. I couldn't tell any of my friends to come and hang out with me. I couldn't even have people with me in the waiting room. And they took her for a while. I got to the waiting room at four in the morning and I didn't get to see her until nine. And I just sat there and I was like, oh man, I'm going to miss work. And so I had to call into work and be like, hey, we're having the baby. I can't come to work.
1: While I was in the OR, like I said, those pains were gradually increasing and The nurse in there was asking me about the level of of pain and I told her and so she brought in a uh, An OB, but he was a male OB. So this whole time I've always had female doctors I've never been really comfortable with uh, male doctors Um, Just because that's my preference and so, they have to check how much you've dilated to really know if you're in, in like, active labor. And, um, that was very, very, very uncomfortable for me. And that, that male doctor, uh, I don't think he checked me right. Because he basically said, I wasn't dilated. But I was in extreme pain and I'm like, how am I not dilated? What is going on? And so, the nurse believed him and they're like keeping me for a little while longer and while the pains increased the the nurse was kind of like telling me to calm down you know and i was like kind of getting mad like you don't tell someone that's in pain to calm down but i i understand she was trying to help me that nurse's shift was about to end and i i think that's why she was kind of tired at that point and didn't want to listen to my groans um But when the next shift of nurses came in, they were like way, like, I could tell, I mean they just came in for their shift, so I could tell they're really refreshed and they're ready for their shift, and I was one of their first patients. Uh, By the time the shifts changed, there was two other women in the room with me and another woman also in active labor. The new nurse um, checks my, see if I'm dilating and i feel like she actually tried this time to do it the correct way because she told me she could feel that i was dilated about one maybe one or two at this point i was in a lot of pain for just one or two as the pain gets uh worse they decide to uh go ahead and get a room ready for me which is a delivery room so they started taking my blood um you know, getting these documents all prepared so this process could uh, unfold, and that's when they rolled me out on the bed to the delivery room, and that was five hours of pain that didn't even feel like five hours. Honestly, it felt like one hour. I had no concept of time at that point because of all the pain I was feeling. Um, it was insane. So, I'm back in the delivery room, and I can see Cole again, and I can see my mom. I was only allowed two guests, and I was so grateful, um, because I feel like they were the two essential people I needed at that moment. And later on, I had other visitors that could come, and it just, it felt, it, it meant a lot. All right, Cole, what was your, like, how did you feel seeing me in pain, or what was your reaction?
0: That sucked. I was mainly just afraid of something like bad happening, you know? Like, uh, my, like my biggest fear was um, like losing you during birth. I don't want to like ha- like raise a kid on my own. And I was really afraid. I was afraid that both of you would, would you know, get hurt. Especially because they started talking about like how you weren't dilated enough. And then like you said, the nurses were talking about sending you home and stuff like that. And I was just like, man, like, like, what, what can I even do? <laughs> yeah, I didn't even want to tell jokes.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, I wasn't dilating, so a way for um, a way that they could speed that up was by giving me pitocin. And I don't remember if that's a hormone. Um, I'm not too sure, but it was called pitocin, and they put that in the IV. And it should have helped me uh, dilate more, kind of push. It it helped those contractions really crunch down on the baby and, you know, make her want to come out. Um, And in addition to that, they also um, broke my water. And that's when they noticed that the water was not the right color. Um, And they also noticed that Holly was in distress because of the Pitocin. It was stressing her out, and I think that's what made her pass her first bowel movement, which is why it changed the color of the, um, I forgot what it's called already.
0: It's just the the juice that the baby <laughs> floats around in.
1: I freaking believe I forgot what it's called.
0: The fluid something?
1: Amniotic fluid. Yeah. yeah. So, um, they're like, oh no, this baby passed a bowel movement, so that means that baby breathed it in, and therefore it's in her lungs. Therefore, we have to put you in, a, in an emergency C-section to clean out the baby. Like, the baby needs to be cleaned ASAP.
0: Yeah, and so they took us to the C-section room and they got us all set up in the, the garb you know like the, the scrubs and all that stuff yeah they put you on scrubs
1: i was already uh, in hospital clothes they just made me take off my earrings and
0: yeah and, and then we just we just went right in basically they had me wait outside until it was ready and then uh, i held your i held fabby's hand while mm-hmm. while they cut we, the baby out we
1: totally skipped out the uh, the epidural part um is we doing epidural uh, yeah mm. <laughs> <laughs> um well with c section it's it's you have to anyways because oh. you know morphine you have to be awake um, so, I did ask for a epidural as sinus as, because, man, that pain was just unbelievable. And uh, yeah, so Cole was holding my hand. He was right next to me in the operating room. Uh, they called it the OR. And um, I was awake, but I was numb, but I was aware. And I was extremely cold. That room was cold. Was it just me or, or were you cold too?
0: I don't remember. I wasn't even paying attention. Yeah. It might have been cold, but I don't know. Because oh, yeah. I, had, I had clothes on under the hospital stuff.
1: Yeah, you were hyped up on adrenaline of the whole thing happening, I think. Yeah. Because you also saw them cut me open.
0: Yeah, I, I regret. There was a big, there was a big uh, like a, like a like tart in between a curtain. And I was like, oh man, it's like happening over there, right? And they were like, yeah, uh, don't look. And I was like, okay. And then I looked. <laughs> <laughs> like right as they were pulling the baby out and the baby she was like wrapped in her umbilical cord so she was like purple
1: yeah oh she had the umbilical umbilical cord wrapped around her neck three times
0: yeah she was just so. doing little flips in there she was rolling around it was scary
1: <laughs> yeah um I don't want to freak anyone out should I, I tell them no. about the experience of being operated on yeah sure Okay, I don't want to freak y'all out. I don't know if we Honestly, even really talked about it. I feel like I've I've shared it, um, but, you know, being numb but aware, I could feel them going through each layer. I didn't feel the pain of it. I just felt them opening up the the layers. <laughs> I could feel them tugging on me when they were sewing me back up. It was so scary. And all I could do was pray. All I could do was ask God to keep me alive. And Cole was trying to be supportive and and really cute and telling me, hey, they're putting little hearts in you like that Build-A-Bear stuffing you. And honestly, I was getting really annoyed. And not because I was annoyed at him. I was just really scared. And I was like, Cole, this is not the moment. And I just asked him, like, Cole, can you please just stop talking? And I was like, can you just pray? I remember... I was like, "Just pray for me, please, because I am really scared and I'm really cold and I was just shivering." Oh, and they put a bag next to my face in case I wanted to puke. Oh, I had unbelievable nausea. Was the nausea? I think the nausea was from the drugs. Um,
0: that part I I don't remember much. It really was like a blur.
1: Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, I took one picture. Yeah. The actual well,
1: thing. Yeah, I didn't. I can't believe you were allowed to anyways they pulled holly out immediately and i heard her cry and i was in disbelief because i couldn't believe that that was my baby it didn't hit me at that bam i was a mother because i didn't get the chance to bond with her they didn't put me they didn't put her next to me or anything you know how like some c-section mothers get to see their baby like they'll put the baby next to your head so you could see them but holly was in such critical condition that they needed to clean her out ASAP so Cole got to see her and they just rolled her out to the NICU
0: yeah I, yeah I saw her for a moment and she had all these tubes and wires and then they they took her um, and and this is a good point to mention the NICU and to say like if they take your baby to the NICU if you have your baby and they take her down that's the what was that the newborn the newborn intensive care unit yeah that's what it's just the ICU with an N. Uh, if they take your kid to the NICU, it's not, uh, it's not the end of the world. Don't be afraid. Uh, the people down there were really like professional. They know what they're doing and you can actually visit the baby as soon as the next day. So they had her down in the NICU and she needed to be on like 24-7 surveillance. And so I wasn't able to go see her that night. Fabi wouldn't be able to go see her for about an extra day. Uh, But the next morning, as soon as I woke up, I was able to go down there and they run you through this like super sanitizing thing. You have to like put your phone in a bag and like super sanitize your hands and then wipe your phone down with like three alcohol swabs. Like it's crazy. And then we got to go down and see her for a little bit. And uh, yeah, it kind of sucked, especially because she was really on these tubes and wires for like almost a week that she was down there. It was it was tough um, having to go visit her instead of being able to just, you know, be in the room with her and have her, especially for Fabi, who, you know, I had to put her in a we had to put her in a little wheelchair and basically roll her down to go see the baby.
1: They put me into the opera, I mean, into the delivery room again so that I could um, recover uh, from everything that just happened. It was my first operation, too. I've never been in surgery or any of that before this. Um, So I had to be really brave. And after we were a while in the delivery room, um, they put me into a recovery room, which is where uh, mothers get to um, bond with their baby uh, doing traditional or like the normal uh, delivery. Holly wasn't in there with me. I think I felt like I was the only mother without a baby in my room Um, but I'm sure that wasn't the case yeah Uh, I had to recover the first night I think I had I had like night sweats Mm -hmm. like I had a lot of fluids in my body and I had to sweat it out. Oh my god actually there was a lot of stuff that happened in between like the first day I had to start pumping milk, which was a new and weird concept to me, because I was like, "I have to do what? Yeah. <laughs> I felt like an animal. We
0: celebrated the first like <laughs> file of.
1: It wasn't even an milk. ounce. It was like a drop, and I worked hard to get that one drop. It was it was really hard. Um, once you do it, more your body's like gets into the. To the rhythm is like oh yeah you're supposed to be making milk that's right and mm-hmm. then and then you make milk um breastfeeding's a whole nother topic I feel like we should save that for a whole nother episode
0: it, it is saved for another episode
1: okay cool because I don't want to get into it now yeah yeah
0: Bre- <laughs> yeah breastfeedings not this episode it th- th- that's the whole thing I think we cover that uh, next time when we talk about like month one
1: with yeah. the baby because mm-hmm.
0: after this so, so we're done kind of recounting our advice and uh, and the story at this point and it kind of becomes like here's what month one is uh is all about here's what month two is all about we start talking about the step by step so we'll cover that later
1: mm-hmm. um so yeah i got to see holly the next day for the first time getting into that wheelchair was really hard because i had to relearn how to walk while holly was in the NICU mm-hmm. uh, so i was put in a wheelchair and it it hurt to breathe I felt like my lungs got so tiny, and I had to, like, like breathe through really carefully. Oh, my goodness. Because um, I did have a big incision, like, right underneath my yeah. abdomen.
0: We had to spray this uh, Bactine spray on it a lot. That There's a tip. Spray the Bactine stuff. That really helps. The the Bactine topical relief spray, whatever. And,
1: and the cream, because it's... Man, that mm-hmm. stuff helped me a lot.
0: So before we got to – before we left the hospital, we finally actually got to go down and Fabi got to – I think you got to come see Holly, but we didn't get to hold her. Because she was just strapped. No, 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 like, like before. You did. No, before we held her, we didn't get to hold her for a couple days because she was like strapped up to all these like tubes and stuff. And we got to go see her and she like held my finger, but we couldn't pick her up for a little bit. And then like close to the end of it, we went down oh. there and they like actually – had removed yeah. the stuff from her nose, and they were able to take her out of the bed, and so I, that was. I uh, remember
1: that completely different. I th- I thought I just went in there and th- I got. To well, hold maybe
0: her. maybe maybe the first time you saw her, you got to hold her. No, I I right, saw her a right. couple times. Wait,
1: she was in the bed, and I couldn't. We could hold her finger and that's
0: Yeah, like, yeah. There were there were a couple of times that I saw her more than you did.
1: Yeah, because mm-hmm. you didn't have to recover <laughs> from cuts. Um, yeah, so. I'm getting, like, shivers remembering all this. It was a beautiful time, but it was also, like, not traumatizing. It was just kind of, like, a scary moment because it's a lot of firsts. But you're brave and you're strong and you can do this. Don't be scared by our birth story because every person's birth story is completely unique. And yours might be way easier than ours was. And, you know, that's wonderful. So... Don't don't think bad. This is just our unique story. Mhm. Yeah. But eventually I got to hold Holly and it was weird cuz I'm like this is mine.
0: It was yeah, holding the baby for the first time was crazy. <laughs> she was like sleeping she was so small. Yeah. And then I got my my email that I won the 3070 oh, in the yeah. New Egg Shuffle. And I had to step out of the room real quick to go pay for that.
1: <laughs> um but <laughs> I have a
0: photo of Fabi recovering and I, and I took a fish in the bed and, I, and I'm standing there, but like I'm holding up the new egg shuffle and it says, you didn't win. <laughs> <And> it, <laughs> that was funny. That was my, a- my friends also came to visit after Holly had been born. Um, they came and they all were like outside and they brought me like ice cream and milkshakes and stuff. So that was nice. All right. So we're getting to about that time. Uh, it's time to wrap up. The baby is getting sleepy and I have to make this entire episode in one evening. Uh, so we're, we're just going to end on talking about what you need to leave the hospital because we mentioned this in the last episode, but it's like seriously important. So we're going to talk about it again. We were totally caught off guard. Uh, we, we sat there. Fabi was healed enough to leave. Holly was off of all of her tubes. Her lungs were clear. Like We were basically good to go, but we didn't have a pediatrician and we didn't have our car seat. Because it was over at the, the house. And those are two things that you need. You need a car seat. They will not let you take the baby, which you should have a car seat. You shouldn't try to drive with a newborn, not in a car seat. Uh, but also the pediatrician thing. You need to have your pediatrician picked out and you need to have a an a, a appointment scheduled with them before you are allowed to leave the hospital with your baby. They are like super strict on that. And then we were just like, oh, shoot. <laughs> and we like scrambled and we... We looked at a bunch of pediatricians, and, and and they all had bad reviews, and we got really stressed. Then we found a good one, and so we got lucky. But um, get get a pediatrician picked out and get an appointment set like a week after your due date just before you even go to the hospital. Just don't, don't give yourself the stress because we sat there in the hospital room, like just stressed, pulling our hair out because we wanted to leave that place. We've been there a week. Um, and, uh, the hospital also gives you a lot of stuff. We walked out with, uh, like pacifiers, blankets, uh, like, let's it, like, a, she's in a, like di- a couple diapers.
1: Yeah. Uh, Holly got discharged like a day after I did. Yeah. So we had to go back and get her. She stayed a night at the hospital without us.
0: Oh, that's right. That sucked. Yeah. We went back to our apartment and we came back with the car and the car seat and we put her in. Then we finally got to take her home. So, yeah. Uh, oh, also figure out what you want to do with the, how you want to name the kid if you're not married. Cause it came like birth certificate time and it was really hard to get a hold of the birth certificate lady. She was kind of like uh, an administrator in your middle school when you like put the wrong name on your star test and you have to go find her and try and get your, your Scantron fixed or something. Like she was, she was really hard to get a hold of. And, and she had this like little, stupid little office. In the corner, and she was never there. It was kind of like
1: a closet.
0: It really was a closet. They had her, yeah. They had her working out of a sweatshop. Yeah.
1: Oh no, but she had like a, she had one copy machine and her computer. <laughs> she had one copy and
0: machine could... and a desk, and it was just her laptop. Yeah. Yeah. So figure out how you want to name the baby first, because we were like, we we're like, oh, should we put both last names? Should we put this with that? And and once you get that thing made, like that's it. <laughs> it's a lot of work to go get it changed after that. So. Just make sure you get it right the first time. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, insurance and pediatrician. People don't really think about that, but research all the stuff that you need after the hospital before you go because you don't want to do all that in the hospital. It's more than you think it is. But yeah, okay, that was a. Uh, I mean, that's basically it, right? Mm. Yeah. So there, there's the there's the hospital experience. That's uh, that was our. Our trip, our trip to the NICU, our C-section. I feel like everything that probably could have gone wrong did, aside from anybody getting hurt. We kind of had right. the the poster, tough birth. A lot of you probably won't have the fluid problem. A lot of you probably won't have to have C-sections. It will be a lot easier. So if we survived, so can you.
1: If you do have a C-section, though, don't sweat it. It's, it's, it you'll be okay.
0: Yeah. But anyways, uh, that's going to be it for this episode. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, If you enjoyed, don't forget to – I think you can leave us a rating now on Spotify. They have star ratings on podcasts. And Apple Podcasts always had uh, ratings as well. So leave leave us a good rating if you liked it. We'll see you guys with uh, the next month with uh, episode four, which is month one with the baby. We'll start recapping how raising the baby changed and uh, what things helped us the most, what things to prepare for because every month is different. The baby grows so fast. Yeah. Okay. All right. Goodbye. Bye bye. Do you want to say something, Holly?
1: Hello. Hello. Hello.
0: Hello. Hello.
1: Hi. 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 Hey. Hey. Yeah. 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 Yeah
0: Parenting by Dummies is hosted by Fabiola Ruiz and me, Cole Perrin.
1: And produced by Alejandra Gavilandes.
0: With special thanks to Blake Perrin for our theme music.
1: You can follow this podcast on Spotify, Apple, or Google Podcasts, or whatever platform you like best.
0: And keep up with us on Twitter at Parent by Dummies.